Everybody. Good morning. Welcome to uh, the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm host. My name is Marty. Test, 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 test. That's test, John. Test, test, is this on? Test. That's I, I don't hear myself. Test. Am I loud enough? You're, You're way louder, louder than you need to be. Much louder. Oh, Hi, I'm John. I'm a oh. minor internet radio personality. Hey, it's Steve Owens here. I'm here. Hey, how are you today? Hello. Get up on Hi. the mic, Steve. How are you today? Oh, don't make fun of Steve. That's not. Yeah, it's not nice. It's not. It's not. You're not being nice. But I, he does a podcast for a live. Well, uh, he does a podcast. Yeah. He should know. You have to put your fucking mouth. Do you think it's okay right. to just make fun of people just because they? Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. I, what? I went. Huh? I went negative. You went negative yeah. immediately. Oh, you said you weren't gonna. I'm sorry. Let's talk about your coffee. Yeah. What, t- tell us about your coffee. The coffee you get coffee uh, at a place that takes an hour. So I had the the home to myself yesterday. My wife was Did working. Did you kill her? No, my oh. wife. No. Okay. Uh, and she was I, working on Memorial Day. What yeah, is she? A communist? She's a, she was she a foreigner? She's a female. Is she German? She's, she's an escort. So <laughs> she's an escort. No. Oh my goodness! I just when people ask me, I like to say that because. You just like this. Someone just like is an escort. You're a troll. Someone, you're a walking troll. No, That's no, what no. you are. So. I, can I land, can I finish my point? I don't know. Well, can you? Oh, I see. You're doing me to me. no. Okay. I'm just I, wondering. I, I, I think it's a good bit. It is no. It's a bit. <laughs> Everything's a bit to you. Okay, go ahead. Finish your point. So I was gonna microdose some magic mushrooms uh-huh. to aid in my crippling depression, anxiety, and creative uh, failures. <laughs> <laughs> And I, like I, a, so a good I, plan. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I got the house to myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna microdose cybacillium, psilocybin, cybacillium, and uh, one of those, one, one of all the, four of them." <laughs> so, uh, I had done it before, and I remembered I, you take a quarter, an eighth of a teaspoon of this powder, and that's microdosing. Uh-huh. But I've lost that eighth uh, of a teaspoon measure, <laughs> so. I kind of eyeballed it with a quarter to you. I said, oh, a half of a quarter is an eighth, if math serves me correctly. We, yeah. And uh, I don't, I, I think I, about an hour in, I realized, oh, it's half of an eighth of a, uh, oh. So I didn't microdose. I just, do- I just dosed. So cut to an hour later, I was just watching YouTube videos of fractals. <laughs> Ah, oh, so. inches from my TV going. I don't think this is microdosing. I think the, I'm tripping. <laughs> the TV wasn't on. You realize yes, that yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm in a good mood. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. So the, was that this morning or was that, that yesterday? That was, that was yesterday. But you're still you're still tripping. No, no. It was. It, it only lasted a half an hour. It was. It was still. It was not microdosing. It was. Set, set, low dosing low dosing yeah uh, you know when you take one aspirin you got a headache you're like it's not a bad headache uh, that's what i did instead of the requisite four that i take 
That's nice. Yeah. So it's put me in a good mood. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds really good. There was a, so uh, one of the theaters, uh, I started, to, I've started two theaters and one of them was uh, Annex Theater in, in Seattle. And uh, we, uh, the meeting where we actually, we asked for this space and we were given this fantastic theater space. Um, and we had our very first meeting in that space. Uh, and at the break, so traditionally we dealt with sort of the uh, hardcore uh, practical issues. And we had a, a steering committee of eight guys. And it was all guys. It was all white guys and uh, at the time. And we're all uh, basically 21. White and, guys in Seattle doing theater? Yeah. Well, we were the, this was a really long time ago. <laughs> Before that was the thing. We were like on the cutting edge. You were wow. the first white people there. Wow. Yeah. Trailblazer. Yeah. So at the, at the break, yeah. uh, my friend Edgar and I, we, uh, what? What? We, did, we did mushrooms for the first time. And we just actually grabbed a handful and shoved them in our mouth. Because we figured it was going to be like acid and it wouldn't hit, kick in for two hours. For two hours. It so, hits you quick. Yeah. So we, uh, we go back to the meeting and we immediately realized, both of us, we're looking at each other and going, Oh, you! T- so we end this Why meeting. Why did you do it in the middle of a meeting? Because we thought we it wouldn't kick in. For- White privilege. <laughs> so, like, we have not, nothing else to do. Nothing will happen to us. Nothing bad can do. Nothing bad can ever happen. The fact to us. that we run the world. So let's just do psychedelics in the middle of the day in an important meeting. It wasn't actually in the middle of the day. That's the thing. The, uh, in I, our defense, I sit correct. Meeting started at like six. Uh, it was seven thirty at night, and the Grateful Dead. Yeah, it was. Playing, it was in right? the middle of a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> we were in second Somebody, set. Uh, drums. <laughs> they just started drums, and we had a side meeting. Okay, this is the whitest Chug story. This is, a, this is officially the whitest story ever. So then, so then the uh, the meeting turned into basically what was uh, Edgar's role going to be, uh, and 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 uh, I was watching this happen as everybody's got really beautiful. You know, everyone's like, "Wow, these are the most beautiful group of white." Pasty but they white keep guys. expanding. Their skin they doesn't stop expanding. Breathing, and they're getting heads are getting bigger. And uh, and Edgar said, "Well, you know, uh, my actual role in this in this organization is something I'd really like to discuss, uh, sort of over coffee, because um, or individually, because I'm I'm not really sure what it's going to be." He ended up being in charge later, and he said, "And also, John and I took mushrooms over uh, the break of the meeting, and I'm tripping really hard." And everybody paused and looked at us. And said, "Do you have any more?" <laughs> we thought we were going to be in trouble. White people, white, yeah. yeah. We were arrested, and then uh, no. no, no. Are you? Uh, do you consider yourself white? Because uh, you are Jewish. Well, what does white mean? Like tone wise, I'm sort of pink. You really are white. Yeah. Can I get yeah. some of those? What? Some of those mushrooms? The ones I bought for you? That yeah, yeah. You, you claimed <clears throat> you needed for uh, migraines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did no, I? No, not migraines. Me? Cluster headaches. What's the difference? What the fuck oh. is the difference? No, Actually, you know what? There's want, a huge I, difference. I don't want to know. Migraines mostly affect women. and uh, cluster, I have migraines. Cluster headaches um, mostly affect men. Did you put these uh, to, to tease us or could I eat one? You can eat one. Yeah, I made cheddar <clears throat> biscuits last That's night. fantastic. Do they have CBD in them? Oh, and it's still yeah. warm. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Go, Go ahead what? Have a, have a biscuit. I, I can't eat dairy. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, I can't. It's, really? Eh, just being, mm. a, being annoying. Is it good? Mm. Is it, yes, it's very not, good. Is it, is it dry? 
No, it's really pretty great. Okay. Mm. Try, try. No, I, I can't. I'm off the dairy. I'm on a cleanse. You're not on a cleanse. I'm always on a cleanse. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, white, sure. Why not? Mm. I mean, I'm just, was, just save some for me. Save some whiteness. No. Oh. Um, Do you identify as white, Marty? No. You identify as as Asian. Why would I identify as white? I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it, Asian. Anyway, it worked out for me. White. We are getting off. Off the, the, the off schedule. What? What's the schedule? The schedule is we start with news. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought that was news. Steve uh, Steve took mushrooms. Oh yeah, that's yes. You can stop you, the presses. You can have some. You right. made you made uh, biscuits. I made biscuits. This is all news to somebody. Yeah. Uh. Well, you know, most people watch news like sport. You know, they watch it to feel like, you know, to feel emotions and to feel like part of a a, a group. You know. They're not aware of that, though. No, but but they want to feel something, anger, sympathy, and, and you know, root again, for your team. Root for your team. Yeah, yeah. So and it's yeah. They don't they don't do it to be informed. Uh, no. Well, I think that they want to be informed within their within their tribe, you know, so that they can have like status of like, oh, did you see what Hannity said? Last Is that night? why you watch the news? Completely. I oh. watched the news yesterday because my team was playing in a sports playoff. What what team is that? The the New England Bruins. The the Boston <laughs> Bruins. I I was going to say the New England Patriots because sure yeah. why not? They're like yeah, yeah. Well, let's play hockey in the off season. Right. We'll win too. The uh, Boston but, Bruins. But yeah, it's the same thing. I, I what's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yay! My team is winning. Right. I'm doing better than St. Louis. That's fantastic. So, but, so what's going on with the with the uh, NHL? Because I'm not paying any attention. Uh, to Stanley Cup. The, the Stanley Cup started and the Bruins won at the f- home. The first game. The first game. So the the Bruins. So, are, so we're gonna go. Just we, we we might we may not get the the championship in the NBA, and that might be the only championship we don't get. We. Yeah, I'm from New England, but I don't pay attention to the Bruins because I can't see the puck. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I just watched five minutes of it. I went. I, I hope something's happening. I know it's a bunch of guys. I, I, I watched. Around. I watched. Uh, Women playing hockey in the the Olympics back, uh, and it was the first time I understood it, because when women play it slower, so you can actually see it develop. They're bad at it. <laughs> oh, Fucking sexist motherfucker. No, well, okay, no. <clears throat> but anyhow, the reason why I try to talk about news is because I, I want to think talk about things that are actually important and, and relevant in the world. Really? Uh, yeah, that's why you talk about it. So, well, what, do you, what do you to. think is important? Well, okay, let's look at the, like, in March, Notre Dame caught on fire. Yeah. Within two days, they raised a billion dollars mm-hmm. to restore it. And this is like, yay. Yay. Like, nobody died. It's, like, built upon, like, a, you know, this religious Indian tradition. Barrel, and, Indian uh, yeah. yeah. Indian barrel. Yeah. Yes. It's built on an Indian burial ground. And, uh, yeah, we, they, and like, we took American Indians and we sent them over there and, to be buried you know, you in You think Paris. about, like, what, what the Catholic Church has done, you know, in terms of repressing women. They've advanced oh, science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, saving right? saving oh. civilization for uh, from the Dark Ages. Um, well, did they? Well, the Propping I, up the Renaissance with art. Didn't, all the great... Uh, religious painting yeah i mean it's a pretty building i guess or it's a big building you want me to say i don't it? know okay you, so you hate notre dame and you, you want think me to say it and i'll but, say it okay F- fuck notre dame but at the same time fuck it, that place in uh, spring like crap. in mozambique i don't understand why notre dame has a, a contract with nbc to show their football games meanwhile in mozambique meanwhile, mozambique yeah they got hit with two typhoons that you know i 
trying to get the exact um where's mozambique it's, it's in, in africa i in, um, know that oh good it's on the south <laughs> the southeastern I, I didn't part. go to an ivy league but i could see an ivy league so i'm not an idiot it's on the southeastern is that what, part that, of is that what africa. keeps people from being idiots okay able to see an ivy league no, no 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 okay can you turn his mic down and mine up <laughs> what about mozambique uh, like, he needs a billion dollars well no, no, no did you say mozambique yeah oh for some reason i thought you said nairobi no, that's in Africa as well. Yeah, it's okay. north, it's further north. This is a, a like a slowed down version. It's a, a girl's version of Jeopardy. You're where they just, they, they just ask yeah. me questions and I go, uh, that's an African country, right? See, this is like, yeah, we're the ugly Americans here <laughs> talking about like. The, I know it's in Africa. I don't know where. In, that's all I want to know. Geographic. Southeastern Africa. Yeah. I know South Africa is somewhere in the middle. Southeastern Africa. <laughs> I know South Africa is in the middle. of <laughs> I know the good the countries are okay. up north, and then the bad but, ones. But are did in the you know about these two typhoons? Of course that, not. Right, and I did. A thousand people were killed in the first one, and uh, tens of thousands of homes were destroyed, and 1.7 million people needed food assistance. Yeah. But yes. did they get a billion dollars in two days after that? Well, turn what country is this again? Mozambique. Yeah, turn it to a tourist trap. That everyone has to be photographed in front of and then burn it down. And everyone will say, we need to rebuild Mozambique. Well, you sure it's not Nairobi? <laughs> what is, uh, are you that, sure, that how, much, is... how much uh, money did they did they get? Do you know? I, I don't know. You I... don't, you're just assuming they didn't get a billion dollars. You're assuming that there's an animus against them. No, but there's not a lack of awareness about it. There's a lack of awareness of the hurricanes in Mozambique. It's not a hurricane. It's a typhoon. It's... <laughs> Hurricanes happen north of the equator. Really? Yeah. No, it's it's uh, eastern and and western. Is that hemisphere. what it is? Um, yeah, but anyhow, it's typhoon. Jesus. Y- yeah. So they're basically a hurricane. It's the same thing. Cyclone, typhoon, hurricane—they're all the same thing. Hit by big storms. Uh, you don't talk to a climatologist or weather, uh, whatever weatherologist, a weatherologist, meteorologist, about meteorologist okay. about the that they're the same. Don't talk to them about the, the fact that they are the yeah, same, yeah. but they just have different names. They will be. Ugh. They will be. I'm so sick of big weather with right rage. Now. It's just it's they will dominating. not be. No, but the point is that we don't that there's a lack of awareness, and that's why, like, what the point of news of talking about the news on on this particular podcast is just to to I don't know to to you want to expose some news that people aren't paying attention to. Yeah, I guess so, or just to get people thinking about what. Or get us thinking about what what is a- actually important, you know, in the world. Uh, Dayton, as, Dayton, Ohio, was basically destroyed by two tornadoes last night. Well, Cyclones, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tsunamis, same thing. Wow, you're wow. a little dry, Marty. <sighs> Sorry. Oh no, are you going to break out into? Are you going to start tripping again? Because you had cheese. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, they're best when they're right out of the oven. That's, um, that's I, I, I was trying to listen to a podcast this morning to learn about the world so I don't sound as dumb as I usually do. And it was. It was tornado weather stuff in America. And I just fast forwarded through it. I get bored by it. I don't know. Well, it's just uh, yeah. I'm not a weather junkie. Well, one of the things is um, I feel horrible, but it's over. The news is is finished. There's no... <laughs> Okay. What team won? Is, is it coming back? Is there going to be another tornado tomorrow? It's just well, you know, it's, but then it brings up the issues of of how we deal with the aftermath of the the hurricane or, or the uh, the tornado, and then it also brings up issues of you know climate change and all that stuff. Uh, and so much of what we 
what we face in the day has to do with convenience versus like justice or morality. So we don't like to be inconvenienced. And so we tend to dismiss things that are inconvenient to us. Even though like, okay, take for instance, um, like Amazon. Uh, Amazon is not the, the most, country or the business? The the business. Is it a country? It's a river, dude. <laughs> but we we have Amazon Prime and you know we actually it is a country. We lament the the Bezos is worth more than about half of Africa. That's all right. That, just that's, he's just rich. shut the that fuck doesn't up. Mean I'm turning both your mics off. Just so but we we they have all these documented cases of of labor issues and and how they are not the best the most uh, just company in the world, but we use them because it's so fucking convenient. Like, I'm not going to not, like, I, I can get my crystal light in 24 hours, you know? So I'm going to order it, and, you know, if I get it over a certain amount, my order, then I, I get free shipping. So yeah, but I'm, you've helped the bald guy become a no, let, let him make, let him keep oh, the, the No, but the point is, like, I don't want to be inconvenienced, even though there I should be supporting my small businesses you know right and that that's the, I, I'm, I, I i totally apologize john had a boogie and i just couldn't stop wait, why are you him. you totally I tried to, to do it off mic you, but he's you did deep. it off mic and then now you brought it to the mic yeah that is like a cruel mean thing Going, to do <laughs> just to take you into my headset while you were rambling on about amazon i thought should i interrupt to talk about john's booger or should i let you go and i i i think i did both but do do you know what I mean about inconveniencing? You know, and yes, yeah, and I'm just I you just want to make sure are, are that you guys you're improv trained. I just want to make sure that you have gotten your point out. That's that's my basic point about I I I. So your your critique is we're not paying attention to things that are important. We're paying attention to things that are important to us. Uh, no, we we tend to dismiss things that are inconveniencing to us. So. For instance, climate change, like we don't, it's a pain in the ass to, to take the bus. Like I took the, I went to go to West Hollywood on Friday, took a, a lift there. It took a 45 minutes, took the bus back as an experiment and it took two hours and it was a huge inconvenience. Uh-huh. But, and? Well, no. So <laughs> the point is that is the more ecologically sound way to travel by bus as opposed to a single person taking a, a lift but uh -huh. i don't want to be inconvenienced so the planet suffers as a result of it you don't okay well why did you go to west hollywood why did you i mean that's a tremendously you, in, you, for, you if you have to walk somewhere you should just walk somewhere you should probably shouldn't live in los angeles i mean what 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 <laughs> I don't understand. I really don't. I don't quite understand what your point is. Like, what do you want to do? You want to live like a hermit? Don't, don't look at me. He became <laughs> no, me. I, I took mushrooms. I became John, and John became me. And and uh, I'm just a and, babbling idiot. Yeah. You are? I don't think you're a babbling idiot. No, but you don't get the point I'm making? Not quite, no. I, I, so it's inconvenient to uh, take a bus, and therefore... Uh, we have nobody's well, dealing with climate change. Is that well, what you're saying? No, Marty's dealing with climate change. No. By no, feeling guilty I'm, about the fact that he... So, no, we don't deal with climate change because it's inconvenient. Like, as individuals, we don't do it because we don't want to pay a carbon tax. We don't want to take public transportation. We don't want to expand 
infrastructure because it will slow down our commute. And so the planet suffers. Uh-huh. And but that's why I keep talking about climate change because we don't think about it and we don't take steps to change the 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 incoming but you took, of climate you change. took a step you took a bus yeah i, I did but it's like a small step and but it's a know. step right right i rode my bike yesterday that's why my pant leg is rolled up oh. to, meet, to meet someone yeah i because i was wearing these jeans <laughs> last night and, and I, he hasn't taken them off and I, since yeah, well the, i you know, slept in his clothes my wife's wife's out of town. Out of town. yeah F- fuck everything yeah so that but did you did that because it it was uh convenient it was or? two miles away and i yeah. thought oh, i'm gonna get my car and it, it, this is also an la thing i'm gonna drive around for 10 minutes looking for parking right because there's never anywhere to park burning gas I thought, oh yeah i have a bike why don't i just yeah who cares yeah. And, and you know what i got a bunch of beers in me uh-huh. put my, my earbuds in when i drove home about nine <laughs> ten o'clock on your bike on my bike slammed into night? a bus in los angeles yeah well, i had a little blinky light and I blasted Lizzo as uh-huh. loud as I could in my headphones. And I was also, I had done mushrooms earlier the day. Good Lord. I, I had the most wonderful ride. That's I was great. Just, I was so happy. Yeah. So, yeah, you could have read a book while you were on your two-hour. I, I had read my entertainment weekly. Ugh. Oh, my God, Marty. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Just shoveling it on. <laughs> shoveling what on? Misery under misery. I'm on a oh. bus in L.A. <laughs> oh, I wonder what Busy Phillips is up to. <laughs> Her show got canceled. Oh, it did? Yeah. Her lady show got canceled. I'm sorry. It's not a lady show. It was a lady show. No, it was if a it's pop- hosted by a lady, it's a lady show. That's just science. <laughs> I cannot argue with that. Yeah. I uh, didn't know she had a show, but yeah. that, that's me. I'm a cord-cutting millennial. Yeah. Marty, uh, I, I think that you're bringing up uh, sort of, you're cherry-picking uh, some events in your life to feel uh, guilty about something and oh 100,000 thousand percent you agree with me he has liberal guilt syndrome yeah like to uh but it's a little bit almost it's gone beyond cliche let's cut his mic and you and i need to peel off and figure out how to fix this guy well the thing is is that you can you can feel guilty about everything you do as uh that, that feels good you could feel guilty about everything you do that feels bad you can actually be stopped by everything. I mean, we're sitting here, we're drinking coffee. That's that was imported using oil to this country from somewhere where people are not making as much money as we make to sit around and and think up ideas that entertain people or inform people. That's not fair. So I think maybe I should cut off my my leg and send it somewhere so that they can eat it i don't know you know what i mean it's like the world is actually unfair and you have to so you have to choose your battle so if you want to be a full-on climate change warrior then you should do that but if you're not going to do that i mean this idea of taking lift and taking a, a bus home as as if that's i mean yes it's inconvenient to it's inconvenient to get to west hollywood no matter how you go the only way to get to West Hollywood is up San Vicente. You went big and you got real small. Yeah, exactly. Got very, very focused. Yeah, I, like, I don't understand listen, your point. My 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 point is that your point is a terrible point. <laughs> That's really my point. And so what you want to do is you want to take a look. Like I, I went to a wedding yesterday. 
right? It was in a place called San Jacinto, which is an hour and 40 minutes away. My friend got married and she wanted it to be economical. So she got married at her sister's restaurant, which was inconvenient for everybody. And she got married on Memorial Day. And she's a she's totally she and her husband are totally into wine. But because they got married out in the middle of nowhere, an hour and a half drive away, nobody could hang out. I had to leave like at eight o'clock just when the party was supposedly getting started because it's a school night. And I had to drive all that way, used up all this gas. Should they have not gotten married? That's not my Next point. Next time That's on not Nooner. My... <laughs> that was a great cliffhanger. That's oh, my... it. Oh, we should cut. And then just the show's over. That would have been perfect. Oh. No, but they, yeah, they, they, the thing is. Uh, no, no one, should, no one should ever get married. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking of... exchange of, of property from the Middle Ages that is just a hangover. You can take hangover. any action and you can deconstruct it and say that it's bad or immoral in some way. Just like exactly. walking around being right. So, so don't so, do that. Why? Be, no, why? No, no, no. Why? It's why? not about feeling it's guilty. It's about being aware of your the consequences of your actions. And so often we are not. Okay. So so there's this there's this new show called uh, Catch Twenty Two, which I just started to watch. Right. Oh, is it based on the book? Yeah. No. So <laughs> different idea. Different idea. I, and I, I watched. I, the, I started it's, watching the original, and it's, it's based on the. It's based on the movie. That was based on the book. No, no, no. So the, the musical. There's a, there's a quote. Was... There's a quote from the trailer. Guess this is from the trailer. Do. This is it from the trailer. You, wah 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 wah. Everything sucks, and then you die. Me, everything's fine, and then I die. See the difference? That's from the trailer. That's the thing. Is that you? You. you it's your life. I'm you gotta, not wah wah wah. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that you should be aware of the consequences of your actions. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be so easy to just blindly, like, drive my Hummer all around town and just, like, you know, throw, take a, whatever. A when stack did you get of, a Hummer? No, a no, no, no. Let, of, him, let him finish. I want to you know, visualize. A Marty. handful of plastic straws, use one and throw the rest away. A Marty then, in a fur with a pimp cane in a Hummer throwing straws down San Vicente on his way to his, cous- his cousin, your niece's, My niece's rock and roll re- review at the Whiskey. Roxy? Whiskey a go-go. Whiskey a go-go. Yeah. Oh, That's you why went, I went to West, you, you West went, Like, Why didn't you just stay over? Just sleep in your car. What? I don't know. There's no place to park out there. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have your sister FaceTime and watch it from home. And I can't believe you left the house. That's the like... Yeah, that's the fucking bury the lead, dude. Well, wife is out of town. Uh, How old is your uh, your niece? She just turned eighteen yesterday, or day before yesterday, Sunday. And she was uh, on in a band that was playing at the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. She, they were the opening band. Talk about burying the lead for Sponge. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you have a good time? Oh, it was great. It was really fun. But you suffered on the way home on the bus. I didn't suffer. Because you weren't saving the earth. No, I, I would happily... Why did, if you weren't suffering, why did you bring it up? That, it was never about suffering. Pod fodder. It was never about suffering or <laughs> guilt. It's just about awareness. But you're, you're, did you you're, talk you're, to other people on the bus? Did you look at them and saying, wow, this is highly inconvenient for me. What about you, Consuela? <laughs> She's like, okay. And you're like, I mean, we're pumping dead dinosaurs out of the earth in the Middle East starting war. And she's just like, okay? Como? <laughs> que pasa? Or, yes, or, did you, or was this all going on in your head as they're like, whoa, there's that sort of well-to-do looking Chinese guy in the back just, huh. 
And I was not. I was lying, like just in recline. You were lying. You were taking up reading, reading my magazine. Do you really still read Entertainment Weekly? Uh, I just signed up again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's great. (sighs) Love it. Yeah. Yeah. You getting back in the biz? Uh, No, no. I actually got it because for the wife because she needs to because she's getting in the biz she needs to stay up on she's these gotta things. stay up with what's yeah. happening with busy phillips yeah because she's like meets she has to she meet. needs she needs her entertainment news to be a week and a half old no she needs to meet with all these comics and she doesn't know who any of them are so they all have instagram and twitter and YouTube entertainment and. weekly is perfect for the bathroom perfect you know what else it's perfect for riding the bus it here's the thing you had entertainment weekly and you had a two-hour bus ride so what did you do the, with the other 90 minutes? 90? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Slow reader. Yeah. I had to look up a lot of words. <laughs> I brought your thesaurus I, with yeah. you. No, I, I just used a nice little thumb and looked up. No. You used your little thumb? Uh, oh, you read it on a pad. <laughs> you didn't read. John took dick pills today. John's me. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a higher conscious being right now. What's uh, going on? Dude. No. Dude. So what do you think of the trade war? Which one? In China, with China. The trade war with China? Yeah. Well, uh, just to echo, uh, you know, Republican talking points, which is my role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren, um, Darren perk up your ears. Uh, well, I think it's irresponsible and crazy. and um, But at the same time, you know, they, they, they are stealing our like, intellectual property like crazy. And so I don't know. it is one thing I do agree with Trump about is that we do need to do something about China. And no president has in the past couple yeah. of decades. Yeah. And I, I mean, he's it's his, at a point his where his plan is retarded. I'm sorry, is not well thought out. I think retarded is fine All right. uh, in this context because uh, there was something wrong with him. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the thing is that it. Uh, so what what is what are the. Besides, so they're stealing intellectual property. Yeah, and and also they they have state run companies that have become giant players, um, like in, Huawei in the world. Yeah, Huawei and Foxconn, and and Huawei has uh, and the all, second Huawei, biggest phone manufacturer in the world, I believe. Right, and they're, they're ahead in five G, and and at the same time, uh, it's really clear that they are they are basically an arm of the government, and if you put uh, Huawei equipment. Uh, all over your country, you're basically putting uh, listening devices, listening devices for China all over the country, the world. Yeah, all over your country. If you, do oh it. yeah, yeah, you know, and so that's a concern. And um, and they because they're government sub subsidized or partly owned, they can control regulations. Yep. And and it just came out that uh, China is like the uh, the biggest contributor of. They've traced it through all sorts of weird science that they're spewing out cfcs you know chlorofluorocarbons which were supposedly banned but they're still spewing them out because, for the hairspray uh, is that how they keep their hair so glossy that's how that's how <laughs> xi jinping that's why he looks so good <laughs> oh president xi no no typhoon is going to take that uh, take uh you know your cowlick uh speaking of cowlicks marty yeah seriously jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> Your t- your toupee is off kilter. I know. So what would you do about it? So that that's the thing is like also labor is so cheap there, and we, nobody here. The the thing is nobody here. Like I can go on eBay now and get any sort of like computer part for like two dollars and have it like shipped here for free, because also there's a weird stamp thing. It, it costs more 
to ship something from Santa Monica to here than it does to ship from China, you know? Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's a like a weird stamp, uh, like reciprocal sort of agreement. So like it costs them like 40 cents to send like, you know, a, a USB cable. So I can get a USB cable for four bucks and have it shipped here uh, for nothing, you know? Yeah. And and so that seems unfair to retailers and to manufacturers here. Mm-hmm. So what would you do about it? Well, here's the thing is that, um, as I've said uh, on a number of occasions... Uh, because we won't do it... Th- here's my... I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. But but the that was my point about inconvenience. Because we as consumers, it's so convenient to just get a $4 USB cable, have it shipped from China, and then not... Rather than go on Etsy and have a handcrafted one. Yeah, like macrame. In, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I have a oh. PhD in art history. <laughs> yeah. I make USB cords because... <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, support because I have a PhD uh, in art history. Oh, come on, art history guys! Get and he's together. just getting it from China, yeah. and then like taking a magic marker and drawing, you know, little. Everybody I know who majored it. in art history is now a professor of art history. Oh, it's it's a self yeah propagating it, it's industry. A, like, like a, a pyramid scheme. Yeah, <laughs> no one needs art. Art's there, and mm-hmm. it has a history. Mm-hmm. It's fun to study, but there's no need to study it for four years because then you just go and teach it. And then, well, no, but they, other people they went and studied it for another, you know, of at course. least four years yeah, to four get more. their PhDs in something that you then just go and teach. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Oh, oh. An old girlfriend of mine was an art history major. Is she now a professor? No, oh. she works at a nursery school. And she makes, I guess she's a professor of sorts. Did she make <laughs> a little, little, little professor? I'm talking about pointillism to these but kids. I, I just, she didn't get her master's or PhD. I said, what the fuck are you going to do? You're just going to open an art history store? Open an art What'd you major in? I, I sell art history. Would you, you like to know about what, what did I personally? Yeah, what did you major in? Film. Film? Really? Yes. What did you major in? Psychology. Oh. Uh, hmm. Were you Amstead? No, I was film studies. Oh. Which, uh, is, so, which is sort of like studying film, except there's actually no practical. It's all, I have, I have, I have full f- film theory. Uh-huh. Did you know women can't actually watch films according to film theory? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But anyhow, possible. how would you fix, how would you do with the China thing? Well, uh, I would as I, a film theory, as a film theory uh, a graduate theorist, so, theorist, as a film theorist. Uh, so Mo- Laura Mulvey's seminal article, uh, "Visual Pleasure in Narrative Cinema," uh, posits that. So I I think that um, actually, the more I think about it, I think okay. Let me just be clear. I think Trump is uh, a garbage fire of a human being and uh, is doing huge damage to our country in many many ways. But I'm not sure that this uh, trade war with China is a bad idea. Right. Because they are now the second largest economy in the country. In the world. The world. <laughs> in the world. In their own country, for, for, they're, yeah. they're number they're two. Number, number, we're number two. And they're, they're How host- dare I, you? I, I almost did the voice. Almost. <laughs> their system I did, is I almost. I actually did Japanese. They, they are able as a country to act... Uh, immorally and unfair and unethically and they have a uh, a centralized uh planning uh system that doesn't change every four years in reverse direction like our crazy country yeah but still we have an advantage over them economically so there actually is a moment and maybe it's not going to last very long where we actually have leverage and and um trump is using that mm-hmm. and um it's damaging them more than us and it's interesting is it really i I don't know that uh yeah they're they're hurting they're hurting more than we are and he's doing at a time when our economy is really strong right which is gutsy 
and smart. It's sort of like we're on top right now, right? And our economy is chugging along really fast. So now's a good time to do stuff that might shock it because it if it does, like um, the thing that's interesting is if if it does start to slow down economic growth, uh, he can reverse the tariffs, and it'll be a, a positive shock to the economy, and it'll probably reinvigorate it, right? Um, and so uh, you think the tariffs are smart? I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about trade, but I do know it's a problem that that is is he's dealing with, right? Right. So I'm not sure that it's a terrible thing just because his name is Trump. Darren it's sort is of pulling out his mustache yeah, exactly. right now. I dare declare you are wrong, sir. Yeah, exactly. And then the I mean the other thing is sort of is sort of engaging with um uh with North Korea. You know, it, it's it's a rogue state. He engaged with it at least. Right. Didn't make any progress because he's an idiot. Yes. But he he did things that that uh, I think were long overdue and people were uh past presidents sort of would say there are rules, right? And uh, we're not. I'm not going to break the rules. And he's he's not a free trader, right? And so he he's using the leverage that we have economically to deal with um, a country that is eventually probably going to be. I mean, I I would be very surprised if this coming uh, is century is not. I mean, last century was the American century, and I think that this coming century is going to be the Chinese century. And the fact, and and it's going to be scary for me because I'm not Chinese. For you. You know, you'll be fine. Yeah, my time has come. Yes, I'm let just my I'm people waiting. go. Just bide your time, yeah, Marty. Keep, bide your time. Okay, hipsters, get into your little your uh, get obsessed with dumplings and all things Chinese. Yeah, we're, get we're used to yeah, it. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, it's and lush, lush. You got to get some of those chlorofluorocarbons in the hairspray for that uh, hair cowlip. It would be awesome. Yeah, uh, I got to get the she look. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I I wish that they were that the U.S. was pushing for things like better. Human it, rights, human rights in China, uh, better working conditions, more you know, equal pay for for manufacturer mac- manufacturing labor and and you know ecological things like stopping the CFCs from coming out of China that affect every everybody else. Um, you should if watch. that was in conjunction with whatever sort of economic penalties he wants to put on China, that would be great. But he, there there's just not, and which. He's a it, moron. It, it would be nice if if we could do something uh, to reverse the um, the trend of uh, manufacturing jobs going overseas, but I don't see how uh, he can do that. Um, no, it, I because I'm fascinated with this. I'm also not an economist. I studied film, so I could tell you what John Cassavetes. What did you think of uh, say uh, Wandering Earth? Uh, it was. I think we're safe as far as those exports are concerned. Oh, in terms of film, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they got a few years to catch up. They they got a few more notes. They got to p- punch that up a little bit. Everybody, oh, there's some good Chinese yeah, cinema uh, out there. Uh, but uh, shit, now I lost my point. I see mm. why it annoys you. What, Marty? When people interrupt you, you, you think? Yeah. All right. Uh, no, I'm just fascinated with it. But uh, it, you know, uh, like we sort of brought this on ourselves. We wanted to open China up for so long so we could sell us sell them our crap and you know what what did you expect they they innovated and they don't have elections they said we're going to start building leds and all of the leds on earth are made in shenzhen Mm -hmm. we didn't they're they're pushing their economy in the directions that they think it should from us like you said from a central planner whereas we just 
big cars, like, but gas is expensive. Big cars keep making big cars. So no one is, in a way, maybe China will solve this problem because they have so much power and control over the earth and right. they have economic control. I, I just don't see how we're going to, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> I, I got we're lost between economics and the environment. It's it's too, it's too big a subject to wrap one's head around. Yeah. Tyson says we all should be microdosing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He yeah. wants a, pod, a microdose podcast. I, I was going to bring some. Like, oh, we could all just mic, well, or whatever I did, semi macro dose. <laughs> just um, for, first set, Grateful Dead, not a second set dose, like a, you know, like a Bertha. Yeah. Do you like the Grateful Dead? I actually do. Hmm. Well, the funny thing is, my niece, her the band that she's playing in, they're like a jam band. Mm hmm. And that's not her scene, but you know, she was brought on as a as a second guitarist. Mm -hmm. Does she noodle? She noodles. She's she was noodler. noodling. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, videoing a song for my sister, and it's like, this is a fucking ten minute song of a Jimmy Cliff song, and oh, like this is just it's too much, too much. But then she got to do a vocal on one, and it was a tight three minute Sam Cooke song. So ah, that's it was better. Yeah, it's great. She was awesome. What? Which one? Uh. Uh, you're, something's gonna change. Time, change is gonna come. Change is gonna come. She's saying change is gonna come. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. But to your point about mm -hmm. manufacturing jobs going away, and I watched a front line went away, really gone, go, went away. Yeah. Uh, this front line I watched about the trade war with China. Since yeah. I'm so misinformed, I find like front lines to be they're great, pretty well done. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, we we have lost jobs. But manufacturing output is up, which doesn't make any sense. But what really here in America? Oh. Yeah, this because is there's efficiencies, innovation. Yeah, like robots are now doing. Oh yeah, more stuff and like, yeah. When Foxconn, if they ever build their Wisconsin plant, it'll be like ten people managing yeah. thousands of robots. Well, you know the the full name of Foxconn is actually Foxconn's Wisconsin. <laughs> Can you edit that out? I'll, I'll okay, edit that thanks. out. Sorry, yeah. sorry, live listeners. Sorry, Wisconsin. Uh, we're, we're we're with you. We have a big list, Wisconsin listenership. Con, go Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, I microdose as well. Bucky Badger. Is that the thing? The uh, the college. The yeah. Bed? Yeah. I I wore that sweatshirt for four years of high school. Found it at a party. Like a, it was a little badger with wearing a striped shirt. Yeah. And I wore it for four years. I had no idea what I was wearing, and people would go, "Oh, badgers!" I'm like I don't. Just found it at a party. Just wore it. Mm. I was a a brand ambassador. For you wore school. that shirt for four years straight. <laughs> yeah. Well, not every day. Oh, oh, oh. Are you sure? Well, you're wearing the same pants. You so the homework was cuffs. to watch uh, Dirt Bag. No, uh, Flea Bag. Flea Bag. Yeah. I like Dirt Bag. Dirt I have bag. to say, I have to say, okay, let me let me just jump in right here. So we've been. give a premise or whatever? Give a no, lot. I just have to say this. Right? Okay. For the past, like, two months, yeah. we, we have been watching shit yeah and this was not no. this was awesome yeah this was one of the best things i've ever seen yeah this is everybody should watch fleabag i'm gonna watch it again i, I binged the entire both seasons it's really 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 good phoebe waller or something she's like a that? genius what's i'm in name? love with her what's her i don't know but uh the, the credits go by too fast yeah she's uh the the creator, it's based on a... She one, wrote every episode. A solo uh, theater thing that she did. Um, she just uh, stopped doing it, I think, last year. But um, yeah, and it's just about this sort of misanthropic, uh, like... Coups. Coups. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping the millennial would be here because I'm curious as to what... 
I think oh, she's this, sick today. By did, the way. I, did I not suggest it? You did. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, right? no, it's fantastic. It was, it's it's fantastic. Very it's, funny. Very well written. Raunchy in the best way. Very. I mean, it's it's uh, very interesting. From a, I mean, one one of the great things about fiction is when you. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> when it really opens up the human condition, you know, it makes you really think about your own life, even as it's making you laugh, making you cry, and you you care about the characters. And uh, it's incredibly innovative. I mean, the way she talks to the camera and treats the yeah, camera. she breaks the fourth wall. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 hilarious. I, I completely agree with you. Last week, you said that um, the, best the, the, best, the best cold opening oh, I did? ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the best. It is fantastic. Uh, but so now that you've showered it with your praise, yeah. it's a show about a British woman who's got a large mole on the side of her head, but so she combs her hair over it. Yeah. When it shows up, it's a little startling. Yeah, it's a little weird. And she is. It's not a mole, it's a birthmark. If it's a mole, she's got to go in. Yeah, yeah. get something. Get get thee to a dermatologist. It's a birthmark she has on her forehead. And she's a fuck up. Mm -hmm. And she owns a cafe, and her sister is more successful than she. And she has a a strained relationship with her father and her stepmother. And you find out that it's all sort of because her friend has died, her best friend Mm -hmm. who. Uh, her found out her boyfriend was cheating on her and tried to throw herself in front of a bike. I think you should stop with the spoilers. Oh, you're gonna. That's just the pilot. I okay. I just I'm wanna, not gonna go. Uh, I haven't seen the second season. I've oh, seen, I've seen them. How does the second season compare to the first? It's just even better. Wonderful. Even better. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And, and so Olivia she, Coleman is yeah, in Olivia it. Coleman's in it. And uh, right out of the gate, she starts talking to camera, mm-hmm. which was infamous, infamously done recently on House of Cards quite well. Even though the mm. man that did it is a bad man and talk like um talk like what's uh what's yosemite saying no no, no i'll that, say i say that the, the, the chick boy <laughs> oh yeah the chick the yeah, racist chick foghorn leghorn, foghorn leghorn. I, I i couldn't watch it i was like i'm watching spacey do foghorn watching leghorn. A, well you know you know foghorn leghorn is based on a senator okay. Pro- probably he was uh something leghorn or something anyway so she talks she breaks the fourth wall and talks to you mm-hmm. which and she does it in the first second of the show. And it can go one of two ways. Great and disaster. There's no middle ground with, oh, they're breaking the fourth wall. Right. Oh, they're talking to me. It's like, that's a tightrope walk. Yeah. Yourself as a theater person. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's a, she she lands it. That's oh, like, absolutely. Every single time it's perfect. Yeah. It's, how, do you, how much do you do it? How much do you reveal? Even like little glances to, the, to yeah. us. It's something else. Well done. Really, very. I, I the thing the thing I have a problem with, and I never never watched it before, was the name, and the image that they have. It's on Amazon Prime. Yes. The image that we have uh, is of her crying, crying, with which happens mascaras for one second, um, in one episode. And the thing that's interesting is that you what you see that like I always I saw that and I saw the description. I was no, like, this is some chick shit. This is about a, it's about some loser. It's basically the 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 paragraph uh, description with the person crying and the name Fleabag makes you think this is about a loser and and who's interested in her loserness. Now this person has got emotional problems and she's uh, but she's she's a, a fully formed human being, you know, and and it, it the the uh, impression that it gives is the exact. It's a hilariously wonderfully entertaining show. And I highly recommend it. All right. There you go. Great. And did you watch it with the wife? No. no. Why not? I watched a few alone. We were and watching then I, Game I, of Thrones. I, oh, oh, I'm sorry. 
and I got my wife. I said, "You gotta, you gotta see this." this yeah, is, yeah. And she got. She's. Oh, I'm, this is amazing. Yeah. So I'm. I'm sad that the, the lady's not here, because she. I, I bet. I, what would she I, say? I, well, I re- I've already seen it, so I just rewatched the pilot, and I, I. I mean, is this like an old white dude trying to be lady woke? Because I'm. I, I think. Oh, she. She'll get this. Or is the, is she gonna just like fuck this? This is dumb. This is not. It's, this is not what it's like. This is. I don't know. I was just, I was hoping she'd be here. Yeah. So well, I would get can, that perspective. We can get her. her can we get her on the blower? Do we get the the call center up? Blower. So can we call her up? Um, She's playing sick. She's yeah. on the princess phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get me Pennsylvania. Do we six, have any 5, female 000. listeners? I mean, I know uh, there's a lot of dudes in uh, Finland. And, yeah. If you've, if you've watched the show, let us know what woman, you think. You no, are, no. I'll, take, I'll beat anybody. I, I don't want any men. I don't care about I, your I, old points of I'm, view. Inviting all people to no, I don't see gender. I see gender. I want so, ladies. Oh, what I've noticed is uh, uh, that that this discussion is uh, is short and sweet and very positive, much less entertaining than the the long rambling uh, diatribe that uh, that uh, uh, begins my, the show. No, my my penis is or my husband's penis is too big or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good show. I don't think so. Oh, well, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was just weird. I didn't get anything out of that show. Mm. I just kept saying push. Right. Like, just push. Well, it'll, it'll fit. And then push harder. Yeah. She, uh, looks, first she time goes on the sex, internet. That's what the girl said to me. I All said, right, let's move on. Go, from, we don't need she to, said, push. We don't need went, to relitigate this. People can just listen. Relitigate it? We, we can relitigate him having sex I was sex talking the about the first, first time I pushed my penis into a woman, and, and it just wouldn't go. We've never talked about this before. All right. Go, go, go. So keep on talking. What happened? I I was having sex for the first time. What's it like? It's all right. It's, it's like a seven out of ten, but, and I, you know, I had condom on, so I couldn't quite feel everything. And you know, I she just said, "Push," and I'm like, "Push," and I sort of pushed a little bit, and then she said, "No, put like dummy, like push," and I then, oh, I'm inside a woman. Like I, I feel like the show could have been solved in the first scene. Uh, I, I haven't seen them all. I'm sure there's. She's got a fucking. Eraser-sized vagina or something. Eraser-sized <laughs> vagina? I can't even visualize that. What does that mean? Like the end of a pencil eraser, you know, like a little tiny, bitty-bitty vagina. Is that what she has? Vaginas don't stick out, Steve. Have you really had sex? <laughs> I don't think he's had sex. I think I was in her ass, <laughs> and it was a dude. <laughs> like, where's your vagina? Oh, we there's almost a, had a spit there's, take. There's that would have been awesome. What is that? That's my clit. Really? Yeah, my vagina's beneath it. And then I put it, all right. I had sex with a man. That was my first time. All right. But I didn't know. I told a friend of mine uh, <laughs> in college how to find the clitoris, and, and he uh, it, w- it went wrong. And it scared, he scared his girlfriend. What did he do? Well, I said, you just you stick your finger in like uh, an eighth of an inch, and then you go up. up. Yeah. It's and always he, up. And he, <laughs> he put it in about an inch and went up. Oh. She was like, whoa! <sighs> uh, what about you, Marty? <laughs> I saw um, the perfection on. Um, Did you watch your back? I mean, flip, flip back. Yeah, yeah. I loved, I liked it. I yeah, but it. I agree with you. I saw it on my platform, Amazon, yeah. and for months and months, I went, yeah. "What the fuck?" Ugh, yeah, this yeah. Is some bitch crying. Yeah. And it, what oh, is it's, Fleabag is Fleabag. not a good name. Not a good name. No. And you know what tipped me into it? It was a party at your friend's house out in the compound area, uh-huh. and it was uh, Sandra O's boyfriend. Uh-huh. I was talking with him. He was Skyping with her because she was shooting a show in England called 
Killing, Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Great about it. Yeah. And I said, we were just talking, doing the like, oh, what are you watching? And this and that. And he said, oh, you should see Fleabag or whatever. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Fleabag. Yeah. And I wrote it down in my phone and I saw it months later. Finally went, oh, that's that thing that that guy that dates that woman. That's yeah, yeah. And I could not remember. I wanted to thank him. I wanted to say thank you. And I uh, just for months I went, who? Oh, I was on, uh, yeah, you know what I was on. And I was talking my mouth off with a guy who's dating Sandra O, oh, who told me about Fleabag. And so if he's listening, and I'm sure he's not. Lever, if you're listening. Thank you. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yep. I'm not a big fan of the other one. Killing you. It's okay. Yeah. It's oh, like, really? It's all right. I haven't watched it. It's a little silly. It's silly, but it's she's fun. Not, she's it's not fun. in it. No, she's not in it. She, she just wrote all the episodes. It's a little silly. But but it, I think it's silly in a fun way, and if you buy into it, I mean that's a yeah that that's you just gotta that's take, another one take the pill. Everyone told me it's amazing, you'll love it, love it, and I watch it and I'm like, yeah, this is okay. It's and fun. Sandra's great in it. So. The acting is fantastic. Yeah. It's a little silly. It's a yeah. little oh, that, um, that's not how hitmen work. I also saw Booksmart. I took my niece to see Booksmart. Oh, Shelley went and saw that. With Did the she hope. like it? They loved it. Yeah, it was very very funny. Yeah. So this is Olivia Wilde's movie, and it's about. Uh, two girls the day before they graduate they realize that they're they're both going to ivy league schools and and they realize that all their hard work their total book nerds they didn't really pay off because all the people who they they look down on who like are they thought were fuck-ups are also going to great schools too because their parents paid for them to get in is that um no no no, no, it's not one no just stories. because they just didn't they had other things in their life other than school so then they decide to go out and to a, a raging party as they're to experience the social life that they missed out on in one night. So it's basically like, like super bad for girls, for girls. And it has Joan Hill's sister is in it. And um, this other girl is they're very, very, very funny, very silly. But again, you, you have to buy into the silliness because, oops, I took my niece there who's going to an did, Ivy League did school. You, did you take a bus? And uh, no, I, I wasted a lot of gas okay. to get there. Did you feel bad? I felt so okay. terrible. Um, Is this a different trip or the same trip? What? It, it was another trip you felt bad about? I just, yeah, same there, niece? I feel same bad niece? every time I take a trip. That's the way I stay in the house so, so it's much. basically your niece's story. She's going to an Ivy well, League yeah, school. Yeah, she, but she's like, yeah, it wasn't really accurate about how they portray high school. Uh, yeah. Is it ever? Yeah, but uh, it was very, very funny. Um, and I highly recommend it. But again, it has like these elements of huge silliness that you have to buy into or not, you know. Um, what do you mean huge silliness? Like th there's absurdity in it. Like there, there's a, there's a, a level of absurdity to Killing Eve. And yes. that some people can't get past that. And I think my niece had a trouble, had a hard time getting, buying into the absurdity of Booksmart. Well, like... Yeah, are there I, uh, assassins in Booksmart? No, there's a there's a there's character. A, there's a movie. There's a character who just like I appears twice. Like appears instantly, like everywhere, and they're like, "How'd you get here?" And it's, it's silly. A, yeah, but it's very funny. And that that's Carrie Fisher's daughter who's who plays that role. Her, uh, mom, her mom's dead, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Which daughter? Billy she's, Lord. Oh oh, she's in. What was she in? Before she was in the Star Wars movie Last Jedi, huh. Carrie Fisher, Billy Lord. Oh, she was in it as well. Yeah, how'd she get that part? <laughs> she auditioned. <laughs> she got in, she got in the right pussy. I guess. Oh, what? Oh, what? Boy. What? She got in the what? right pussy. What? The, what? 
She came out of the right pussy. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. She got in there first, and then she got out. Yeah. You weird. What? Wait, who's the who's have the you dad? Had sex? Who's the dad of? Who? And now who? I know how. Just yeah. you put your finger in a quarter, in, uh, an eighth of an inch, no, and just eight, eight inches, eight inches, and go up. You and put like, eight fingers and in an inch, and then I had sex. One finger in eight inches. I can't remember. I'm gonna try. I'm that. gonna tattoo it on my hand. Yeah, like a chef. Really like, fast. Hold on. Let me look at my hand. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so yeah, recommend it. <clears throat> okay, I'll yeah. go see it. Yeah. No, yeah. you won't. When does it come out on? SVOD. Well, super since, video on since demand. Since it doesn't have any special effects, and it's just about real people, it should be on Netflix in about uh, eight days. Yeah. Well, I well, I really feel like movies should be tiered pricing wise because they didn't spend any money on this movie. I mean, yeah, they no, spent money, but it should be when you go see a hundred and eighty million dollars special effects thing, you're just watching hundreds what, and hundreds of movie people pa- is it movie pass yeah yeah I, I got movie pass and for the last you know month and a half that it was good and i went and saw movies like uh, blind spotting in eighth grade that i just wouldn't have spent money on for that same reason huh. basically i i always feel like well if i'm gonna spend 17 20 dollars to go see a movie i want them to spend at least 150 million right right you want to return on your investment right well, yeah this should be like a cheaper hey look this is a whatever no, this is a $2 million movie. It should be five bucks, mm-hmm. like a Fugazi show. Mm-hmm. That's a name. Show? Fugazi. Fugazi. It's also a word. Not a word. Yeah, it's a word. Nope. Not. N- oh, the battle continues. It's the top of the hour. No, it's past the top of the hour. It is? It's 10.05. Oh, wow, goodness. Yeah. This has been fun. Not really. Shoot a microdose. I also well, there's Rim of the World, which is uh, the latest McG movie that's gotten some. Is good that a press. porno? Rim of the World. It's uh, a kids movie. Oh, sorry. It has special effects and and it's on Netflix. Oh yeah. Not good special effects. Oh, really bad special oh, effects. Oh no. Yeah, but huh. it's gotten really pretty good, decent reviews. But it's not a very good movie. I didn't care for it very much. McG didn't make a good movie. Yeah, can what? you believe it? Is he still like he's like a fifty year old dude? He's still like uh, Mick G's on set. Like, really? It's a brand, dude. That's not your name. It's it just he needs to become not Mick G anymore. He's a white guy. Uh, Very, yeah. Yeah, that's not. I mean, they should have said um, no. It's enough. All right, you got in. You directed some music videos. Now Uh, you've done some movies, but now you're 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 Mike Bronstein or whatever. Exactly. When we showed up on set and they said, "Oh, you're Mick G," they said, "Yeah, but you're." You're a white guy. And they said, yeah. And they said, you can't be McGee anymore. Nah, it's not a white thing. It's, no, a, you, know, uh, yeah, you know, Johnny serious. Depp needs to know about his character and wants to talk to the director. McGee! Like, it no. just doesn't. Joseph McGinty Nickel. Okay. See, that's a perfectly reasonable uh, name. McGee. I'm sorry. Could you take a note from McGee? No. We owe him a debt of gratitude. For, for Charlie's Angels? No, for Sugar Ray. Why? Because he lived with the Sugar Ray. Yeah, he was instrumental in their success. That is the second Mark McGrath <laughs> reference in my life in the past couple of weeks, and that's weird. Like, What was the first one? I just brought him up in a meeting just to be silly, and everyone just started laughing, and then we were Googling him, and then we thought about that other band, Come, Come, My Lady, Come, Come, whatever, whatever, the Crazy Train, Crazy Town. Uh-huh. There, was like a, there was a Mark McGrath knockoff band uh-huh. called something that one hit, and... And then I was like, what's Mark McGrath doing? And he's going deaf. 
Oh, yeah, that's terrible. He lost his hearing. He's available for uh, personal appearances, according to some website. Oh, so we could get him here if we had ten grand. A foghorn leghorn was based on Senator Claghorn, yeah, which is a character, not a oh. real person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll stand corrected. Spot on. Thank you. Uh, what should we watch for next week? More Fleabag? It works so well. I watched all of it. Yeah. It well, gets so much better. Okay. Think, think Which of, is hard to believe, but it does. Think about it, and b- b- by show's end, we'll come up with something else. Well, th- what I also really love about it, and it, it's something that I've gone through on shows I've worked on, is it has a cold open. Something happens, and it has nothing to do with the story. Mm-hmm. And it smashes to a black screen with lowercase flea bag. And mm-hmm. just you're in the middle of Sonny Rollins jazz explosion for eight seconds. Yeah. And it goes, and then it's right into the show. Yeah. And I show that to people because. <clears throat> That's why you should start shows. Every show should just start with the name and a sound and then go. And everybody, I did a Netflix show and there was months of discussion of we need to explain everything in the show, this and that. And I said, there's a button that's called skip intro because no yeah. one you watch the first intro and then you're done like it, it's not cheers anymore i don't need to hear the song and see the pictures and and it's I, a story of a lovely lady that's cheers no that's pretty much i just want to explain the whole show for you yeah that yeah. just and i just i i, uh, I, yeah, I just start the fucking show i totally agree we're watching game of thrones and we skip through the but it, it's like it's a 15 minute introduction Game of Thrones was always an exception because you saw previously on, which would go back seven seasons and mention people that you've forgotten. Right. And I enjoyed the two and a half minutes of like, okay, who was that guy and what were they talking about? And I would turn to my wife and we would have like a little study session. Right. Oh, so they're discussing the Lannisters. Right. That was like a, it's a social occasion show. Um, Game of Thrones, like people would have yeah. parties and get together, and and spouses would fight over it. And yes, if somebody got ahead, so I didn't watch it. It just gave me two minutes to prep myself for. Oh, there was a lot of backstory. I just got hammered with what the fuck? Who who were, who was that? It was always who's who, that white guy? Who with was the beard? that white guy with the beard? And what was he? And why did he have a chicken on his banner? He was the chicken man from the chicken lands. But that no, kind that of, was a chick. I was a dragon. Oh. That kind of event watching was a thing Chicken. back in before streaming. Like yes. people would, you know, the family Fleabag would get together not, and watch it's not happy days together. Yeah, when I was like when I was a kid, we used to still sit around the fire and talk about uh, grandpa's hunting of uh, saber toothed uh, cats. It was like that. It was he's, a gathering old. of the tribe. That's, that's the joke. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, no, but that it was like my you're reading your, one of your favorite books, and you turn the page, and then it's like fifteen pages of set like pictures and. That this is who designed the book jacket. Like, okay, just yeah. I, I even hated books with an introduction. I'm started n- not to humble brag. I started reading a book. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and, shut up. And you there, there, fucking books. There's a fucking author's note, then an introduction, then another. It's don't, thirty don't, pages before. Don't read those. That's why I know. I but keep, don't put. I, I feel don't guilty. read those. That's why I keep reading. I feel guilty. I'm reading. Some, why? Because someone took the time to write it down, and maybe I'll miss something. I'm reading oh. a book about ramen. It's not like uh, <laughs> it's not a heavy you're reading. Reading a cookbook? No, I'm reading yes, the, you're the, reading uh, the untold history of ramen. That's what I'm reading. But really? it's 40 pages of introductions. It's 40 and, pages long. No, there's some history. <laughs> okay, let's watch Pen 15 next week. Oh yeah, I wanted to see that. Okay, what? Pen 15 on Hulu. Is it bad? No, it's supposed to be very good. 
okay. Yeah, I don't have Hulu, so you some, don't somebody give me your Hulu password. Have Hulu? I don't. Huh. I thought that was possible. You can sign up for a 30-day free trial. I've already done that like three times. I've gone through every email address okay. I can't anymore. Create a new one. I'll find I'll find a way. Yeah. I watched actual satellite television yesterday. Or, or, uh, not satellite. What is this Broadcast? thing? Broadcast? The antenna. Broadcast. I used, yeah, Broadcast. <laughs> What's that thing called that old people watch? Because you were watching hockey. I was watching the Bruins. That, wait a minute. That was on network TV? Yeah. I was like, this is, what? This is, all, this is where's my shows? Broadcast what's, what's over on the air? Mon- what's on Monday on NBC? It's got to be New Amsterdam or wait uh, the NFL, the box the, store N- show. What or, is it called? NHL was on NBC. It was on NBC. I was shocked. Holy smoke! The, the numbers of broadcast television have gone down so much. They said hockey, we, hockey. Yeah, we have a hundred thousand people will watch this. <laughs> hundred thousand one. I watched for one. Triads? What do you? They're not quarters. Oh, I remember when the the what U.S. You, you, the U.S. Won, beat the Russians. I was in the car when I was a kid in the in the Olympics, and it was after the third period, and they were ahead, and I was like, "Oh my God, they have a chance to win." My dad said, "They won," and I said, "What do you mean? There's three periods in hockey." What? Yeah, that's an easy fix. Three periods? What kind of? Does soccer have two? Halves. halves, yeah. Everything has two halves or, or four quarters, three periods. Symmetry. We need that. That's nuts. And then what goes on? Is there no halftime? Right. They shoot t-shirts into the crowd. <laughs> okay, it's just just break it up into quarters with yeah. a half. I, it's uh-huh. so fucked mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. it together, hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know my dad taught some of those people that beat the Russians in the eighties? They were, oh, because they were mostly a lot of them from Boston. Yeah, right? they were BU students. Yeah, and a he, miracle. He taught night school and it was all hockey students because they could it was like once a week class yeah that's so cool come in and now he said they're all morons yeah well, i mean they're hockey players yeah yeah so, sorry hockey we're gonna players. dip into the no! mail sack mail sack mail sack i wasn't ready for that never sneaks up on your vanish position i watched that yesterday which one the money prize on Spanish position yeah that was great yeah we're just talking over the that's fine it was great uh, how was it? Uh, Monty Python really holds up. I'm really shocked, mm-hmm. and I also realize why they're so important in my life. Boobies, boobs. They yeah. have boobs on state-run television. Yeah, we still don't have boobs. Not this enough, the, though. Not no, enough. no, definitely. But there were like, there's a woman's tits. Like mm-hmm. she's sitting there being on videotaped. PBS, it was on, on PBS. I remember in, yeah. in New England, nine was, years old. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. yeah. And that so, would see boobs like, but that made pale me, English boobs, and then all of a, a sudden, boob, a boobs and boob. get really excited, and then all of a sudden get really scared by the the Gillum animations. Yeah, but I think it, it it drove me to to actually learn because I didn't understand any of the references. When you're nine, you don't know what the Spanish Inquisition is. Yeah, and right. then was, and then uh, years later, you're reading about it in history. Oh yeah, that's from that comedy thing. That, oh yeah. well, it's not quite. They they're, didn't, they're very good at surprising people. Yeah. Our one, our one skill is surprise and empathy. Our two skills are it's it's oh that's so fucking good. Yeah, that's a good bit. Brandon writes in. Hello, says hi all. There seems to be a renewed interest in Dungeons and Dragons lately since the newest edition was released a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Four point five 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 point oh. Have you played five point oh? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure okay. I have. Right. We we totally bought all the. 4.0 books and then 5.0 came, came out like a year and a half later 
like 3.5 is a classic one, right? Yep. All right. Uh, I would like to know if any of you played have played D&D. Well, you answered that question. And what your experience was like. Also, I would absolutely love if you guys could do one episode where you went on an adventure. I think you would be the fir- perfect adventuring party. Have a great morning, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. That's a great, uh, great question. Uh, so you, when was the last time you played? Oh, gosh. About a year, probably a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah I played a lot. I, I introduced my son to it, and then he be just, he's just all in on, on role-playing games. He's creating his own based uh-huh. on uh, the Age of Exploration. What's the Age of Exploration? The Age of Exploration is, is uh, you know, when Columbus... And, the 70s. You know, the, this <laughs> people people did a lot of drugs and uh, smoked a lot of pot and uh-huh. explored... Are there are a lot of bands named after cities. Yeah. Boston and... Chicago. Ohio players. <laughs> Tampa. Remember that band, Tampa. Kansas, Kansas, yeah. yeah. Uh, People of the South wind. South Sticks. Dakota. Sticks, Sticks. Sticks is a yeah. place. Sticks. You know, my mother's from Sticks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sticks, River I- Sticks? Sticks Iowa. Ooh. Interesting. What? Yeah. Connie? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you did it as a kid too. Yep. Did you paint your own lead figures? No, I never did anything like that. And you, just, uh, you were I, too busy playing. I was, I, yeah, I never, I never, I, we, we just sort of had maps and said, this is where you are. We didn't use the figures because we didn't have any money. Right. And we didn't have any local hobby store that we would buy them at. And it just always seemed like a strange waste of time to me. And do you have, did you buy modules or did you just create your own? No, I created my own. Uh-huh. I mean, I probably bought a couple of modules, but it was always like, it's not worth it. And then when I became the DM for, for uh, my son for a while and his friends, which is, uh, you know, as they went from being, you know, nine to getting into like being 11, you, there's a growth of obnoxiousness that becomes intolerable. Mm-hmm. And by the, by the time they were 11, I was like, you guys can play your own thing because I cannot stand being in a room with you people anymore. Um, and uh, but I realized that you can actually just make it up if you have any kind of imagination and it's in getting really prepared ahead of time is kind of silly. Uh-huh. I, I, my, my stepbrother um, created a, a module. He's, he's got some social dysfunctions, but he, he cre- he spent a lot of times uh, working on like a year working on a module. And uh, he said, I really want to play this. So he came over on Christmas when I, we were out there and played it. And, and we sort of solved it uh, without going the direction that he thought we would. So he had, you know, 90% of everything he wrote was never seen by anybody and never will be seen by anybody. So creating a module that way just seems kind of silly. Right. So you have, you know, you just sort of set it up so you have uh, a few traps and a few monsters and you say, if you go left, what are you going to go left or right? If you go left, they find a dragon. If they go right, they find a dragon. <laughs> More fun to find a dragon yeah. than to find uh, another long hallway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to do a two-hour campaign sometime? With this group? Mm-hmm. Would you DM that? Sure. All right. Sure, sure. Yep. That's going to be fun. Why wouldn't it be fun? No, it'll be fun. All right. It'll, okay. be, it'll be weird. Have you ever played? Yes. In junior high. And then I also played. Then you got laid. No. <laughs> uh, I, she said push. And I went, so I grabbed her and pushed her right. off the bed. She said, no, push your dick into me, you fool. 
Uh, I played a, a was oh. it Top Secret? It was a spy one. Oh as yeah, well. Top yeah. Secret. Yeah, and then uh, and then high school happened, and I got I, I got into skateboarding, and that was everything. So it was not it was like we're gonna sit in the house and talk. Well, and you can only really, a bunch of it's dudes. a total. It's one of the reasons that it's a total geek thing is that you you it really only works if you're there for like nine hours. Yeah, yeah. So I just went out and pushed the skateboard around. That was my geeky. It's more thing. fun. But yeah, I now I I would. Uh, now that I'm an improv all star and uh, a, a great narrator and, and storyteller, I'd love to play it. I think it'd right. be fun. So uh, when you, just just uh, when you when, as a skateboarder, does your like right leg get like much bigger than your left leg because you because you out? push? Yeah, no, no, okay. not really. Wait, you fuck your skateboard? What? You push? Oh, uh, yeah, callback. Call no, uh, no, not really. <laughs> not not really. <laughs> no. The, the, no one's ever asked me that question, so. Are you right. sure you're like your left, your right butt? I've not bigger? measured. I've not measured, and I also don't skateboard anymore because I'm elderly. So, uh, I went on one of those hoverboards. Those. Oh yeah. Last night. Which which kind? I I don't know. It was. I don't think it was fully charged, and I've seen so many videos of people taking spills on them mm-hmm. and and uh, breaking limbs. And the second I got on, I just fell right off. Thing went flying. I went flying into a. A cabinet, and I think I bruised a kidney. Um, but yeah, it's so painful. Uh, I'm an idiot. But like, I was. Uh, are you coordinated at all? No, uh, not really. Not really. Not really. Yeah. I mean, that would. I mean, is fencing require coordination or just not, not really. a sense of self worth? Just yeah, yeah, beyond yeah. everyone else. Yeah. You fence? Yes. Don't you? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. It's basically. So you know, you've never good, served good cocktail? Did, have you ever been on a skateboard? Cocktail party talk, you know. Yes. That's what fencing is good for. Yes. Getting into skull and bones. Uh, fencing makes one leg much larger than the other. Yeah, it was one arm oh, get bigger. Yeah. Why? Because you're putting a lot of effort. Because it's uh, not a symmetrical sport. So I, my at one point, my right thigh was 26 inches. And Boy, but just like a pitcher my, in baseball, does his r- throwing arm get gigantic? I mean, and look at tennis players. They, yeah. Do they? Yeah. Really? I've never... Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's... Never thought about that till this very moment in my life. The asymmetrical nature of uh, athletes. Many sports. Yeah. yeah. But I guess running, everything is the same. And so you, you become a perfect specimen. Perfect. Yeah. JJ writes in. Hey, I want to ask you a question about yeah. uh, about fencing. Uh-huh. I, just want, I just wanted to share this. So, so I went and took a class with my son. Uh-huh. He's very good at teaching. I bet. But uh, at at the Ren Fair? At the Ren Fair. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then I realized every I've taken like seven... Uh, Fencing lessons over the you know eight or or three or five whatever a bunch but it's funny because every time I, I go oh okay this is what you're supposed to focus on okay this is okay I understand I, and he really uh, explained parrying to me in a way that I never understood before and pointing your your point at your opponent mm-hmm. at all times mm-hmm. and then uh, I started fencing and as soon as I start fencing like after one second all of that goes out the window and I'm back to like. Uh, pretending I'm Errol Flynn with a stick in the backyard, you know, and I, it's just funny. What was your question? That was it. I was, I just wanted to share that. It wasn't a question. You, you said, can I ask you something? No, I, I, then I changed it to saying, I just want to share something. <laughs> Do you remember that? It just happened a few minutes ago. Uh, is that Catholic I was, affecting I was your brain? waiting for the question. <laughs> that, you're, question oh, is, we're always waiting for a question yeah. on the show. Do you still fence? No, no. I, my knee's all fucked up. Oh. Uh, JJ writes in latest ep sounds great Marty thanks for your diligence oh that's a nice email more of those what did he say he said that the sound was good 
of this episode. The last episode. The sound was good. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, you have, maybe have a second career as an audio engineer. First career. What? First? Oh, yeah. No, Marty. I gave you the benefit of faking that you had a no. career. Mm-mm. Um. All right, that's it. That's the mail sack. Oh. That's it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Why is that? We're going. So you, sh- we're going short, people. Yeah. Your, your knees. Uh, your knees uh, screwed up, so you're going to become an audio engineer. Mm-hmm. So your knees screw up, but you can still run. You go running every day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it's what? What is uh, what's the deal? It's a much bigger impact that you put on your your knees when you fence because he runs of, on one leg. No, <laughs> that's called hopping. Oh, like I was in so much pain today. I couldn't. I had to. Why don't you like, ride run, a bike? Walk, run, walk, run, walk. Well, no, because I fell on. Oh, because you're on a Segway. Yeah. Or mini Segway. Yeah. Segway yeah. light. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't skateboard. No, I don't think I so. Don't, it's, not, it's not in the cards for you. No, I was never that great at skateboarding. No? No. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because when we first got skateboards, the, they had clay wheels, and That's... we had a very bumpy Clay drive. wheels? Yeah. We had a... that old. Like the 70s. They were they yeah. was before yeah. polyurethane wheels. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Poly- polyurethane wheels. I remember they came the out when I was like... Third grade. He was poor. Are you saying that I'm lying? I don't know what you're talking about. They had clay wheels. I, I believe you. I'm yeah. not negating your... One time we had, we had skateboards and my brother and I decided to skateboard from Watertown to Boston. To That's too far. It was. That's a long it was haul. A fucking long it's way. not a great mode of transportation. No. It's fun. We learned that after about a mile and a yeah, half. Like, this, isn't, this is hard work. It's not a bike. And it's the funny thing is, is that the, the city kept on looking like it was not that far away. Yeah. Because we were long, going along the Charles. And How kept old were you? I was like 10. 31. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting up a play and uh, set in the back bay. Yeah, I was uh, on mushrooms. And <laughs> just take the tea. That's what we usually did. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which we did ever after But the, that, the clay wheels, like, if you hit the... The, the smallest pebble, you would just go tumbling. Yes. Uh, or else I sucked at that too. So so this is like um, a banana board. It was yeah. a smaller Very plastic smaller. board. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you never had like a real no. No. multi-layered wood board no. thingy. No? Mm-hmm. no? And you grew up in California. Yeah. That's weird. Well, it just wasn't. The you roads in California. The oh, roads right. where I grew up were not good for skateboards. And there were you, you had no interest in going to a park or they, ha- half. We didn't. Pipe. We didn't have no parks. Pa- no parks. Mm-mm. I guess that was a more of a Southern California thing in the eighties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and now then, they're everywhere. But I had my bicycle. Yeah, we'd ride that around. Okay. So did you have a BMX? Were you a little toughy? No, no. I my the first bike I had was an orange Huffy. T- ten speed that my father put together. Uh, it was a piece of shit. POS. POS. Yeah, but it was fun. It was, I had, I was liberated. I had freedom. Um, does your son have a bicycle? Does he, does he, how does he get around when he wants to drive around? Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. It's too depressing. Oh. He doesn't, he, he has a bike, but he doesn't ride it. He doesn't, he just, yeah. He's but would California you be person. okay with him riding a bicycle around? No, that's part of the problem. I, I would be okay with him, but my wife is terrified he's going to get run over. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's hard to argue with because it probably would be. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a very suburban area, so yeah. it was very, very easy to like ride your bicycle around and, you know, just meet your friends and yeah. and Me go too. to the arcade. Yeah. But now when I see kids on bicycles, like on their own, mm-hmm. like I, I remember driving around uh, 
Hollywood and there's a like a 12 year old girl like riding her bicycle in the middle of rush hour traffic and yeah. I was like what kind of parent would let their child do that yeah. and she's just going home from school well I think life was cheaper back when we were kids and uh, I think that was better yeah you know I and you know it's actually uh, kids are much safer now uh, but we live in a, a culture of fear yeah so people aren't allowed to do anything and it it, it 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 really is hard to argue with something might happen because something might and then you'd be you know wrong mm-hmm. and it'd be your fault and then you'd uh get divorced and live on the street become a drunk and oh, a heroin geez. addict and the uh, well that's a glory hole queen took it <laughs> Dark, yeah. Dark turn. I thought we were just talking about yeah. riding bikes. I was all excited to talk about my bike trip yesterday, but yeah. now I'm morbidly depressed. Oh boy! Wow! Pass me that beer. Holy shit! You all right, dude? <laughs> you know what I did? I'll be all right with D and I got the lead figures. I painted Good them really segue. badly. Badly. <laughs> well, we got a bunch of tweets in that that um, from people who want us to do a D and D session, right. and people who play D and um, and then I would get like the books and I would read them and I learn all the different things, but never really played. Yeah. Well, you have to get a, at least a, not at least a social two, person, three other people to come over to your house for at least four hours because uh-huh. you, you have to create the character and that takes an hour, you know, a half hour each. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then you, and you, then, you know, you have to sit around and do it. And so you have to have people who are into it. What was the t- uh, typing adventure game in the eighties? Mavis Zork? Zork. 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 Yeah, I Zork. liked Zork. Uh, I thought you were talking Mavis Beacon. Yes, Mavis Beacon, the typing tutor. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. I love that one. Zork. Yeah, that w- one of the smartest things I ever did when I was young was get that program. And also, I think I took a class in junior high where they taught typing. Do you want to tell what Zork? Oh, is? Zork is a. I'm sure everybody knows. But a game. Just, yeah, it's a game where you. It's just it's a text adventure role playing game ish. Yeah, thing. you enter a room. You enter a room, and you're like, get get candle. Chair. Yeah, you have the chair. There's throw, throw chair at Marty. I'm Marty sorry, thinks, I can't do I'm that. Sorry, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I found that interesting. I was wasn't that in the book Ready Player One? Wasn't a big part of it? Yeah, yeah. What a fucking terrible movie. Yep. What a fucking piece of shit. Yep. I loved that book, and I was mm. so. I mean, is a. Didn't it, uh, didn't it feel like it was aimed right at you? Yes, yes, that felt good. Yeah, it's like, like when that. a chick says, "Yeah, I yeah. like I like having your dick in me." Ernest really? Klein yes. understands me. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it was it was nerdy fan service, but I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed fan. thinking about shit fan service. That's a term I don't know that what that, I, I don't I know what that word means. That, I just throw it around. I heard that in relation to oh, Game Avengers. of Thrones. Yeah, and Game of Game of Avengers. Yeah, and that was the first time I heard it. But now I hear it all the time. Well, it's like the paradigm of 10 years ago. No one said it, and then everyone was saying it, and mm-hmm. now no one says it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see uh, did you see that uh, documentary about um, E.T., the game E.T.? Yes. And Eros Klein drives yes. uh, the DeLorean that's owned by J.R. Martin. Who talk about <laughs> George R. Martin has George a J.R. Tolkien Martin. Yeah. J.R. Tolkien Martin owns uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Oh, And wow. so Ernest Klein borrows it. And takes E.T. and puts him in the DeLorean and drives to... Which E.T. did he take? He took a doll. Uh-huh. And he, and he, but not like from the movie. It was... No. 
No. It wasn't this. No, that was that was the end of the unbelievable like uh, geek fest that it was. And so was it in Arizona that the the I landfill so. is? Somewhere. So there was a landfill where they put all the unpurchased. Uh, the cartridges for the, ET. That was the, a legend that turned out to be true. The, the, like one of the biggest failures of, of in video games. It was for the Atari 2600? Yeah. And it's a terrible game, right? Yeah. Well, I guess, I, apparently, I never played it, yeah. but apparently if you fall into a hole uh, early on, that was it. You were done. You couldn't play anymore. It was very easy to fall into that hole and everything Wait, was bad about it. You couldn't play the game at all ever again? No, I don't know. I'm wrong. Oh, no, yeah. I mean it was. That would that be was, awesome if, like, a game like just like said no, you can no it, longer it corrupts ever play. itself. Yeah, and yeah. eats your system. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Why were we talking about this movie? Oh, because Ernest I, Klein was in it. Because Ready Player Zork One is is in the book. It's not in the movie. It, I think it's in the movie. Is it? I think so. I don't. I, don't, I saw it. I don't even remember. The, it was the, so the bad. Book, the book was uh, a lot more interesting because, but I also thought when I'm reading the book, like, okay, this is going to be made into a movie by Steven Spielberg. When the actual book is mostly about going to virtual places and playing Pac-Man and Kong yeah. and stuff like that. Steve had never played Joust before, and that's part of the game. Oh, really? You never played Joust? I think I might have played it on the Atari 2600. Oh. But I played it yes yesterday? No. Uh, Saturday. Saturday, we went and played video games. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Why are young people into 80s video games? What's the appeal? I don't know. Is it a social? They are? They're, they're yeah, there's good. all these bars that have 80s. We, we went to a barcade called Barcade. Oh. Yeah. And played. But there's a whole bunch in LA, and there's a bunch in New York, and it's younger people. Well, there was one guy, that, that one dude playing Miss Pac-Man for two straight hours yeah. with sunglasses on, not drinking, alone. Yep. Had, he was playing his first quarter for two hours. He was yeah. at the four he, million, whatever. He, he almost broke the game. He yeah. Went to the, what are the the crash screen or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I, it's all young people and they're playing huh. shitty video games from our youth. Huh. It's interesting. Yep. It was fun. I mean, those games are fun. We played this weird Japanese game that was like, it had the most it, like idiotic tasks. Are there any normal da Japanese games? Um, sure. Mm, no, no, there aren't. It was more, it was a series of different challenges yes and and, and and they were like banal some, some of them were just whacking these three pads as hard and as fast as you could yeah or, and or, it was, it was or the one was like distracting a cat or something like that or, yeah yeah but it, it was sort of like guitar hero it was just like colors are going to come at you and you have to hit these three buttons as the colors yeah come they at were you. they didn't require there wasn't a, a huge learning curve because like they had like 60 or different games that you could play and each one was just like very simple, straightforward, it, reacting to something. Or I loved it. It was so much fun. Yeah, and it was a really good social game. Like I just uh, remember walking around Tokyo, going to those those arcades, and they're all super interactive. Like ones where you hit drums, or obviously the the dance ones where you have to jump on all those colors. Like it's so awesome. And yeah. our games suck. Yeah. Whatever. Hmm. They also <laughs> had, except for the Star Wars game I played. Oh yeah. Do you ever play that? Star Which Wars one? game is Star Probably. Wars the vector graphics yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, was fun really cool mm -hmm. and then they had that one game that I didn't think was in this country but it's the one of the shooting games that was from the mid 80s like 85 I think and you basically shoot uh, you're in a torture chamber and you shoot basically the flesh off of bodies 
Um, oh my god, really? Yeah, it's it, a little upsetting. It's very, very disturbing. I feel mm. like the Germans would have come up with a game like that. Yeah, and like, yeah, they're like heads. Like they have like um, these stretching things, and you have to shoot to the the little wheel to to stretch. The, they're on a rack. They're on a rack, yeah. yeah. And then the bodies like split apart. Well, that sounds like fun. That, yeah. was, that was the first joke in the Spanish Inquisition sketch. It was uh, Eric Idle or whoever's playing the main Inquisitor says, put her on the rack. And he's got a, a dish rack. <laughs> it's like, yeah. was this that funny? Was this that great? So he ties, they tie it to her and then he pretends to crank up the rack. And, boy, Carol Cleveland, boy, she was a, she was a looker back then mm -hmm. I, I had a little I I, re, I I had a sort of like memory hard on as I remembered seeing her as a nine-year-old she's the one lady that's in yeah. all those sketches for <clears throat> those who don't know Monty Python and she's like hot for comedy you know you know, hot like, for you know what I mean like she's not like hot hot but for for a comedy person she's pretty hot mm -hmm. and I just remembered getting little boners mm -hmm. there's some scene where John Cleese grabs her boob he they, they play like a uh, there's all these horrible people come over to someone's house and he's one of the horrible people and he mm -hmm. grabs her boob and I just remember as a kid just little electricity sparking in my loins it's, oh he grabbed her Carol Cleveland's boob I guess that's how you do it is that how you do yeah. it and what you put your finger in an eighth of an inch and you go north or up which wait which oh wait does an x and a y and a z axis where do I how do they where do, do I, it in Australia her, where's her bean you see, yeah, you see why my friend had a problem. Yeah. In Australia, the beans are on the bottom. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Don't try Oops. that. Sorry, Southern Hemisphere. I didn't mean to. <laughs> That's a good documentary. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at pictures of Carol Cleveland. Yeah. yeah yes. Hot for comedy. Uh, I have I have this very vivid memory of, of uh, that. There's a particular scene where a... Uh, a businessman is completely reading the paper and going somewhere, played by uh, Graham Chapman, and he goes into a a, a pharmacy and she's Carol, yeah. Carol's standing there naked. It's not her. It's not. Well, she's some beautiful girl standing there naked. Yeah. And it, I was like, I was nine years old. Yeah. And I I remember where I was yeah. and being like, <gasps> maybe yeah. in the future someday you know they'll what? be able to freeze things and go back. And then right after that, they showed Blackula. Oh, it wasn't Carol Cleveland, and it I've was it was, it was and it was not John Cleese. It was another character, but it was a skit that was like it wasn't Graham Chapman. It was maybe it was. It was the the exciting life of a chartered accountant, and he's walking through just the craziest things. And the beginning of it is a guy in full blackface throwing a spear past him, and I was like, oh no, you can't do that. And he goes into a pharmacy to get a paper, and it's not Carol Cleveland. It's a it's a hot for hot lady. Yeah. And her titties are out. Mm -hmm. And I do remember going, I just saw a woman's tits. Mm -hmm. And they're moving around. It wasn't a picture. It wasn't one of my dad's art books. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was real. And I yeah. thought, whoa, I want to see more of that. It was a seminal moment. Yeah. Seminal. So I think that's why I got seminal. interested in comedy. And it's why I got interested in... Boobs? Uh, Women? Well, yeah. And, but well, I think the boobs got me into comedy and got me into understanding the the insane references that they make yeah that even to this day i'm not quite sure i don't know that much about british history like i don't i don't know what they're talking about but there's this really funny one where eric idol plays an american indian so already it's can't do it anymore yeah. he's in brown face nice. and he's going to the theater mm -hmm. and he's got it i mean it's fucking wrong like yeah he's got a, a feather on his cap and he's saying heap a lot which yeah. i guess was like heap, yeah. heap. heap and it's he's a huge theater fan 
and he's talking to some guy in a tuxedo next to him and they're they're about to see the ice man cometh and he said hmm last season meep we see uh you know carol somebody and this he play and, and it's really funny and very yeah. intelligent but i all i could do is <clears throat> watch cringe cringe at like oh yeah I mean, it's 1969, so... Well, it was, it was you know, but back in the good time. old days when we were completely in charge as white folk. White men. So, Graham Chapman was... Um, he was gay, right? Yeah. And I believe... As far... I mean, I've heard... I, I don't have first-hand knowledge of that. Uh-huh. And I, I heard that he had a room in his house that he just called the gin room, and he would just sit there and drink gin. Because, mm. yeah. He was an alcoholic He was an well. alcoholic, and yeah. he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sad. That Very was sad. that was funny. Yeah, the way you brought that up. Yeah, and another one of the Python guys is has it dementia. Oh, really? Has, has dementia? Dementia. Yeah. So they're who? Eric Idle? No, one of the fatter ones. Oh, <laughs> the chubby one. I don't know. Um, uh, the one whose name I can never remember. <laughs> oh, Pete Best. Pete Best. <laughs> I was a big uh, John Cleese fan. Yeah, yeah. he's funny. Yep. It's funny. It's very white, though. It's very white stuff. <laughs> and very male. Not a lot of ladies in Monty Python. Well, no. It was a white male time. Yeah. How times have changed. How times have changed. Now there's movies about girls going to college, directed by a woman. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. What written a, by a bunch of women, bunch too. Bunch of ladies. Yeah. Wow. Women. Yeah. Good, good times. They're taking over. Yeah. Yeah. Good and, for them. Yeah. yeah. And Jessica Williams is in it. Who? Je- Jessica Williams, a tall black woman. Oh, a black woman too. Yeah, that's a that's where a in what? Uh, in Booksmart. We oh, Booksmart. Um. All right. Well, let's we can wrap up early. We're we're good, right? I'm good. Do you want to plug anything? Yeah, buy my books. All right, they're good. Oh no, here's what I want to talk to you about. I wanted yeah. to talk about this when we were we, talking we about the. Got out I know. Mm-hmm. When the teacher's the, like, "Well, we're done." Oh wait, let's, the wandering let's open Beowulf to page one. Oh, the nuts. wandering earth, you know, yeah. is is terrible. Uh, well, not, uh, look, it wasn't. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a Chinese non-union version of Michael Bay, who's cheaper and faster and. Like yeah. Michael Bay's and terrible. no less ridiculous and no it's it's no worse than a Transformers movie. In fact, I, I found it a little better than the average Bay film. Uh-oh, but when all, it comes, he's all crinkled up. When it he's comes all, to yeah. science fiction, like your book, yeah. the first or I haven't read the, the uh, I'm in the middle of the first one, mm-hmm. but it's it is very uh, well researched. You know, it's about yeah. the, a space elevator, or yeah. that's one of the elements into it. So, how, did you do a lot of so I'm. Trying to talk about like hard science versus like uh, hard science fiction versus something like Star Wars, which is like fantasy, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I really like if you're gonna if you're gonna do science, then do the science, and if you're not gonna do the science, don't do the science. That's one of the problems when you compare to Transformers, which is completely ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't make any sense, right? Compared to Wandering Earth, which has a modicum uh, supposedly like w- hand waving towards some science and then they can't figure out that they're going to run into jupiter no they this were they stupid. wanted to they purposely were going close to jupiter i know what they were trying they to were, do they were and it's not that hard to do it's not like you go oh shoot we're gonna hit jupiter like you know where jupiter is didn't it's, they do that in another movie they used the planet to whip them around. They use it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I they, feel like I've seen that. Yeah, in the Martian. Well, that's, that's how they. That's how Voyager and Voyager yeah. Two and that's why in the Martian he had a very slim window to to get back to Earth because he had to slingshot around. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. they use they use the slingshotting around planets all the time. Yeah. And it's not hard and it's not it wouldn't be very difficult for them to figure out how to do it without running directly into the planet. And if you're going to run directly into the planet, exploding the planet is not going to push you in the right direction. It's going to destroy Earth. So that that and and then this idea of like, well, all we have to do is I mean, just everything about it didn't make any sense at all to me. And and the the artificial intelligence, you have these computers that their basic role is to say, here's some bad news. Here's some really, really bad news. Here's some more bad it's news. It's not artificial intelligence. It's artificial exposition. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, yeah. aren't you supposed to think about this computer lady? Yeah. Was it a man? I can't remember. It was always a man. It's always a man. But sometimes I guess there was. Anyway. I, I watched it in so Alien, many uh, mother. little segments. I didn't sit through it because it was bad. Yeah, me too. So I forgot about, I, I just remember thinking, what is the plan again? What are they? Okay, but. What are they doing? Getting back to your, What's your book. Yeah, my book. Yep. So how much research did you do? Well, uh, I happen to know a lot of that stuff, and I sort of re-looked it up. And um, so I, I pretty much tried to make it um, as accurate as possible. I mean, the, the height of the elevator is, uh, I think, uh, I don't remember, 30,000 miles or 20,000 miles. Uh-huh. Yeah, I used miles instead What's of What's the point of a, a space elevator again? Space elevator is going to be, uh, instead of taking gigantic uh, amount of fuel and exploding them out your ass, risking everybody's life in the process to get out of the gravity well. Uh-huh. You have a something where uh, you're getting out of the gravity well uh, it, with a lot less energy. Oh, so it's like taking the bus from West Hollywood. It is, yeah. actually, a lot like that. I mean, it's it's going to take a lot longer to get into the <laughs> Fewer <orbit>. Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, Damn it. because okay. you, you're uh, you're going if you if you have human beings, it's going to take three days to get into orbit, right? Right, as opposed to you know uh, four or five hours or three hours, but at the same time, you're you're using a lot less fuel. Mm-hmm. And again, when you get when you really think about getting on the top of a uh, a giant skyscraper like cylinder full of explosive rocket fuel mm-hmm. and then setting it off so you can get I mean getting out of the gravity well takes a lot of energy and this is one of those things where people talk about aliens where are the aliens well in a hundred years it's still going to take as much energy to get out of the gravity well of earth as it does now as it did 50 years ago when we went to the moon and um, that never changes it's uh-huh. a huge amount of energy but in a hundred years it's going to be child's play to download uh, a your complete personality into a computer and and do whatever the hell you want. You know, so why on earth would you leave the, the planet? Because you you get off the planet and you what are you gonna do? Go to the moon and or or Mars? You go to Mars and you your bones sort of atrophy and then you die and there's no food there. Or you could go into a, a virtual world and it's completely unlimited and you can do whatever you want. And you get that energy from the sun. You stay on the planet. So when when I when people talk about like where are the aliens, I say, well, maybe they just made that decision and they're on their planets in a virtual world. That's you know their the planet is now completely covered with solar solar panels. That and, and the that's, whole world is a hard drive. That answers my question of how a space elevator works. I think I answered it, didn't I? No. no so you, works? you're saying no, no, that no, it, alien technology is very, so great. Why leave this alien planet? What What the fuck would they come here for? Where these partly we're in the Middle Ages compared to them. Well, there's there's two there's two things that would keep aliens from going anywhere. One is 
or us from going anywhere. One is that gravity wells are hard to get out of no matter what. Right. Space elevator will help that. Right. Right. But at the same time, it might not be possible. I mean, it's. I mean, to build a structure thirty thousand miles tall. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think yeah, like the base of your elevator seemed a little small for something thirty thousand miles. Why didn't Trump say I'm building an elevator? Like that would have been better than a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. The Trump um, elevator to space, yeah. but does it have to be thirty thousand? Is that yeah? Wow, it does, uh, and I don't remember why. Yeah, like, but there is a reason why it uh-huh. has to be that that high. Now, when you think, when you watch sci-fi or read sci-fi, do you do you have a particular preference of of hard versus soft? No, no, I really don't. I yeah. I just I all I really care about is the quality of writing and the the plot and the I, I there's I'm reading I'm currently reading. A book by Jack McDervitt, um, and it is it is so stupid. I was railing about it last night to my wife, and I keep on reading because it puts me to sleep. And I also have read his other books, and I like them. <laughs> but this is awful. I mean, basically, they we get an alien transmission. There's interstellar fight in, in the in the world, and one one of the funny things is the the main character is an interstellar pilot, and she's watching the news. This is written like. Uh, like eight years ago, she's watching the news, but she turns on the news and she it, it started halfway through, so she missed the beginning of it, and immediately like she missed the beginning. Oh, they go, go backwards. Yeah, Back, the, reverse. Right. There's no. There's. It's all broadcast TV, and it's all broadcast TV. She's talking about doing shows, and it's really interesting how in science fiction, you know, like I say, if you read Philip K. Dick or or Isaac, Isaac Asimov or Heinlein, they're always driving driving around in their flying cars looking for a payphone, you know, in, in like 1975. That's what scares me about that genre is things happen so yeah. quickly now. I, I mean, even look at Alien, which I, I it's sort of science fiction-y. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like... The, Alien, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's science. It's, not, it's good science fiction. It's good science fiction, but the computers look like they have like, like they have dot matrix printers right. attached to them. Like, wh- how does this fly a forty thousand kilo ship? Like, oh yeah, they just didn't have yeah, w- they didn't have uh, graphics yet. So yeah, it's just a bunch of words, and they go to that mother room, which is just Christmas lights. Like, yeah. what? What? What is it? It just it, it's instantly dated. Yeah, it's still a great movie. Yeah, but I worry about. Uh, so I have a project that I'm thinking about, and it's set in the future here on Earth. And it's at like imagine Google and Apple merged, and it's a huge tech company. So it's Apple fifty years. Is it Apple? Yeah, you you got the title. Yeah, and I can't. Obviously, there's self driving cars, and Mm -hmm. yes, you can you can rewind things because everything is in the cloud and 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 uh, instantly digestible. But I don't know. Like my brain can't think what's fifty years. Well, you have no idea. That's the thing. You just have to make it up. Yeah, you just have to. But it's trying to be grounded in. Where technology would go, no, right. one, no one thought that we would all have phone, or maybe they did. Was no, is that shit? Everyone's always talking about Dick Tracy and the little camera the, phone. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we still don't have that. We're still there's no jetpacks. No, there, there's no. I mean, and and you know, if 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 you thought like in 1972 we stopped going to the moon, and and uh, the millennial thinks we've been going ever since. Yeah. Well. Um. But it's 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 what 50, 50 years later and we still haven't really gone uh, manned spaceflight has stopped basically um right but like you said uh, we, we we have access to every book on earth right. we we are all com- we can communicate with anyone and everyone at, at an instant but yeah we haven't like the brick and mortar stuff we haven't done we haven't built a 
a space what is it elevator space elevator yeah uh we have we don't have a base on the moon yet mm-hmm. so i don't know it's, it's been it's been difficult it's been yeah a, it's well a, i mean the, the the like i said the challenges of getting off the earth it's the same it's same amount of energy as it was uh, you, you know the 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 apollo program our phones our phones that we this phone this that i have in my briefcase right here mm-hmm. is 10,000 times smarter has much more memory than what went to uh, on, in the Apollo mission that the, they had room sized computers yeah uh during the Apollo mission but it still takes the same amount of energy uh from a rocket to get off the planet so that's what I'm that's what I'm you know the 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 uh expansion of technology goes in ways that are completely you know unpredictable and like you look at social media you know what? Eight years ago, I when, when did Facebook sort of take off? What, About ten, 10 years. Ten ago. years ago, yeah. and ten ten years ago, it's like, oh, cool! I can get back in touch with my friends from high school, kind of. And you wouldn't think, oh, th- in the future, this is going to completely screw up every- democracy. Up democracy. Yeah. You know that was an unexpected result. Huh. I don't know. It's. I mean, I I think that science fiction. You have to sort of give that up. You know, give what up? Give up the idea of um, being predictive. Being predictive, exactly, because it's not possible. Right. Another another thing that's interesting is is alien uh, aliens. Right. right. So, aliens are going to probably, if we meet them, are going to, if they are off the planet, they're going to be a thousand, two thousand, maybe a million years ahead of us. Yeah. If you think about a thousand years ago for us going back. Or even even like thirty years ago, you yeah. know, it's incomprehensible the way we live. To like my grandfather, who grew up in the woods of you know northern Maine as a lumberjack, hunting saber toothed tigers, hunting saber toothed tigers exactly. And so most of the stuff, like most of the stuff we take for granted, this that what we're doing right now under this electric light, you know, me driving over here in a car, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff was he didn't have that. He walked everywhere. Well, th- yeah, the, my biggest problem with alien related uh, uh science fiction is that if an alien has the technology to get here mm-hmm. they need nothing from us right. you know there's there's nothing that we can offer them that you know except for maybe some women grateful dead the grateful dead they don't have the grateful dead and it's like that that music to save their planet yeah oh it's just it's endless noodles widdly woo that was a friend of mine said widdly widdly woo that's what that is what is what that's noodling oh his word for but i have a cousin named widdly woo Oh, Jerry's rocking tonight. But but that's that's my whole thing with the, the aliens thing. What like, do they need from us? Nothing. Nothing. Well, uh, I mean, they, they want to take ascending, over. They're harvesting us for their health, their skincare products. Yeah. The Matrix, they're using us as batteries. That's the dumbest thing ever. The Matrix using, oh, yeah. using humans as batteries? But, but see, so there's stupid. always something absurd in... Scorching in, the sky? What the hell does that mean? That. I mean, I love the Matrix. Matrix is awesome, but make the, any if you think about all. it for a second, it's idiotic. It's, yeah. But it's, it's a, a great movie. It's a lot of work. Awesome movie. Well, are, okay, so twenty years old. Say mm-hmm. they need energy, and for some reason, they've figured out a technology that can take humans and turn them into power cells. Sure, great. Why do they then need to create a world to inject into their brains to keep them going? Can't they just lobotomize them? Yeah, they're not. They're not like doing anything. They're just no. sitting in goo. Right. That's what I didn't understand. Why? Why create a fake? Oh, I think they explained. They it explained slightly. the second one that people rejected. People they, died. 
Uh, if they were unhappy, well, then or like then that then they, move on to an, like then try solar power. Like what? Well, they scorched the sky. Oh, yeah. that was that, which doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Okay. On that note, I recommend. Oh, so everybody should read the Space Elevator. It's a dollar. Go to Amazon. Help fill Jeff Bezos's pockets. And spend a dollar and read the Space Elevator, and if you like it, read the Space Academy. Mm-hmm. And, and the uh, Space Marine is coming out in uh, two months. Oh, I just made a promise to a fan. Awesome! Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's got a five star rating. Yeah. on on the uh, the Amazon. Is it good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You you are you happy with it? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. pretty happy with it. And I'm, what do you want to plug? I, yeah, Steve. No, I want to pl- I want to I want to plug his book. Okay. Oh, we did. We just yeah. did. Okay. I want to plug, there was a great episode of Radio Lab. I don't know if you guys ever listened to it. Oh, yeah. Called The Bit Flip. And it's about how cosmic rays can, uh, f- like, screw up um, Computer? computers. And that's one of the theories of what happened with the Toyota accelerator thing getting stuck. No. Yeah. It, it's 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 an amazing story. So uh, people should listen to that. And you should fill our... Um, our mail sack. Give Bobby Blicks and uh, Blinks. Um, that's the main character in the Space Elevator. Give it a review and yeah, review post it, it on uh, Amazon and send it to us, and we'll read it on the air. There you go. Um, this old twisted fruit on YouTube. That's what I do now. This old twisted fruit. Yes. Yes. It's crazy. It's a little creepy. The a, vis- a little bit. Yeah. Visuals like, are creepy. Like yeah. I didn't say I like. Okay, it's a little creepy. Thanks for your honest. But no, everyone should should check that out. Uh, And also, if you haven't seen, there's a a very interesting video I saw on YouTube. Not interesting, very silly, called uh, what is it? Robo Greaser. Search it out. Is it that robot that falls? No, no, no. no. It's it's a it's a an acted out thing. It's a narrative little short. Oh, and it's very silly. Um, But I like things that are silly. So. I hopefully you do because that's why you listen to this stupid fucking podcast. You fools. Fools, suckers. See you next Tuesday. Oh, we ended three minutes early. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.